0: Small business, big advice. Welcome to the Very Good Marketing Podcast, where small business owners, employees, or just marketing fanatics can learn how to grow a business on a budget without wasting any money.
1: Welcome to the Very Good Marketing Podcast. My name is Shannon, and I am here with small business marketing consultant and expert, Amy Miosovich. And together we have assembled a limited series journey through marketing foundations essentials for small business success. So Amy, why don't you start by telling us uh, why we're here today Um, and who this podcast is for. Um, So thank you,
0: Shannon. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, This is a podcast that um, we've assembled. Um, It's a limited series podcast. Um, that is going to prequel the release of The Very Good Marketing Guide, which is um, a book that I've spent a number of years developing um, and codifying, collecting stories for. It's a framework that we've developed for small business marketing. And it's a systems thinking model that I'm really excited to share with you over the next six months. So um, the reason that I wanted to create a podcast version of um, this content is um, there's just the opportunity to share a lot more Um, depth behind some of the the journey that we've been on um, some of the clients that we've worked with some of their stories um, and answer any questions that we get from listeners um, about this framework and how they can put it into practice Um, so it's a a podcast for designed for micro and small business owners so anyone that's got a business um, under four staff Um, Under 20 staff, uh, anyone that's working for an organization that's kind of getting really stuck into marketing and wants an idea about how to spread their budget further um, and make a big impact, Um, but also marketing professionals that are looking at a bit of a a different way of tackling um, systems thinking in the marketing context. Um, so it's really exciting and I'm really looking forward to taking everyone through this journey. And hopefully what, um, what you'll be able to experience is a little bit of background into what the framework is, how we created it, um, and then some really practical guide, guidance as you work your way through building this, um, this system from the ground up. So what we won't be talking a lot about is particular marketing strategy. So we're not gonna go really into how to use a technical a technical tool like Instagram. So we're not gonna go into why Instagram's important or how to use it, yep. but we're gonna take a step back and help you identify whether Instagram is the right channel for you. And if you do go down the path of using it, how to know whether it's working or whether it's not working or whether you should keep going with it. So it's really, um, I guess you're really, essential framework, Mm -hmm. um, these foundations. And so many businesses kind of um, dive into marketing uh, along their their growth journey. They might employ agencies or contractors or consultants and they kind of dive in um, without having those foundations in place. And it's so important that We build them before we give anything a go because that marketing budget to a small business is so important. Um, It's not very big. Uh, It's the first thing to go in times of trouble. Um, And I just want to make sure that we can really turn this small business failure statistic around. And I think that um, some of these foundational elements are really going to help that.
1: Okay, so why small business then? Why go to you know small businesses who are in that sort of space where they're not sure how to spend their money and their budget might be a little bit smaller? Why not make this podcast for you know bigger businesses and who have the money to spend and yeah. have that flexibility?
0: Um, well, the thing with small businesses, and I've been working with small business for a very very long time. Um, most small business owners come from this. Uh, technical background. Mm -hmm. So what you'll find is, um, whenever you meet an entrepreneur or a small business owner, often they've come from uh, an employed role uh, in the same industry, uh, where they've built up their craft over a number of years and they've got this uniqueness that they wanna then share with the world. So uh, you may be um, uh, an engineer, or a landscaper and and you see an opportunity in the market and you take all that technical skill and you start creating a business and you start finding your own customers and your own team um, but because you've come from this technical background you're still very much in the day-to-day um, nuts and bolts of running the business yeah. um, and because you're kind of stuck in a technical role that you're really comfortable and familiar with it's hard to step out of that um, and apply marketing and sales principles to the business with the same knowledge that you would your own technical craft. Because mm-hmm. marketing is such a, a unique skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, you and I talk about it day to day and we're really comfortable with the language and we know what's coming and going and, yeah. and all that. But you can't really be expected to know it if you're... Um,
1: if your craft is, you know, engineering or landscaping or, or yeah. whatever it is. Um, they can't all of a sudden become a marketing professional overnight and know the trends and what no. to look for.
0: And no, exactly. And um, and so what happens is uh, these small businesses will engage marketing professionals. Um, but because those marketing professionals don't understand their craft as well as they do, the there is still not as much success, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, how can you... Uh, you know kind of trust everything to someone else who hasn't had all the experience with your customers and your products as you do so there needs to be this kind of symbiotic relationship where a small business owner needs these essential foundational skills so that they can move ahead and make decisions about where to spend their budget with confidence right um it's a an interesting um, paradigm shift i suppose because when it comes to things like accounting you know you 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 just kind of, you leave that to a professional. Yeah. But it's quite different when it comes to marketing because you need a professional sometimes to implement technical their technical expertise and, and have a, a certain level of technical skill. But your uniqueness is still an essential part of the success of that marketing campaign. And so you do need to work hand in hand. And I think a lot of small businesses actually um, I guess get caught up because there seems like a big gap between doing it yourself and paying someone else yeah Um, but there is something in between and this is and i have i have the key to that Mm -hmm. and i'm going to tell you a bit about it and this is the podcast that's actually going to guide you through how to kind of bridge the gap so yes you could do it yourself but do it with confidence yes you can pay someone else but make that decision with confidence as well so i'm really really excited to kind of Go through this process and teach you a little bit about what um, a marketing system looks like and how it can completely transform a business and and help small business owners
1: reach their goals. And be integrated instead of being this like... Um, that sits outside of the business and feels really foreign and, yeah. and hard to understand.
0: Yeah, and there's so many businesses that we work with where we'll explain a, a concept that we use day to day and they're just flabbergasted yep. um, because they, they've never been explained it before. I mean, if you were investing thousands of dollars a month in SEO, mm-hmm. um, but no one takes the time to explain what it is, why you're using it, whether it's even essential for your business. I mean, I remember working with a client where they had such a unique product um, that their their target market knew who they were. They were doing a lot of business development. Everyone kind of knew who they were in the market. Um, but they were paying all this money every month for SEO for some unique keywords that didn't actually have any search volume. Oh. If that makes sense. Yeah. So SEO for them was kind of um, helping them build their brand, but because they were such a small business, that budget could have gone towards something else yep. that would have made a bigger impact. Was it really value
1: for money? Yeah. And for what they needed.
0: And it's easy because when you go to look for marketing support, often SEO is a really quick, and I'm talking about search engine optimization, so the where you you appear on Google. Yep. Um, often the digital agency, that's the first thing they'll kind of
1: sell you. Yeah. Um, I think it's got a buzzword element to it. I think... Mm. Uh, it, it, almost in line with social media, like yeah. it's kind of a buzzword that people can use. That you know that it's marketing, and you know that it's going to help your business in some sense. But if you don't have an operational knowledge of how search engine opti- optimization works, then as a small business owner, you might not have, you not, might not be able to ask the questions to make sure that that's actually of value to yes. your business, and yeah. it's going to take your business where you want it to go um yeah and i guess what you're saying is this knowledge will help them ask those questions and to know if it's of value to their business i mean
0: there is no digital marketing agency that's gonna really that's gonna sit there and go you know what no i don't think my product is actively going to help your business grow Um, So I really want to teach businesses um, how to make those calls. So um, attracting strangers to your business and using SEO to do that, that's definitely um, a topic that we're going to spend quite a few episodes on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really tough one because there's hundreds of options really um, when it comes to introducing strangers to your business and um, it's important to be able to allocate a budget towards that with confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah,
1: SEO is a really interesting one that we'll definitely talk about. And I guess it's not a one-size-fits-all process either so depending on the business and their market search engine optimization for one company is not necessarily going to look the same for another
0: no absolutely not i mean it depends how many service offerings you have how popular it is um there's there's a lot of different uh i guess buzzwords at the moment that you might be familiar with as a listener um that you might actively want to be you know approaching or trying um i just don't want to I don't want to tell you it's not the right move for you or it is the right move for you that's not why we're here i think it's about empowering you with the knowledge um that you need about your business so that you can ask the questions yourself um, and have some open and honest conversations about consultants or ex- experts and and talk to them about whether you can actually get the results you want and i guess a lot of it is about actually knowing what results you want as a business yeah so a lot of businesses that we work with will sit down with and, and we'll say well what what is your one-year goal? Mm-hmm. Like what is your two-year goal, three-year goal? Do you have a 10-year goal? And I guess that strategy piece as well is missing for a lot of small businesses. Yeah. Um, especially ones that are just starting out. I mean, you know, what is possible? Um, I think that that clarity is missing. And I think that having a system that's actively working towards something is gonna help you determine whether
1: your marketing is working or not. So in that same vein, what are some issues that you have seen small businesses come across um, when it comes to their marketing? Like what problems are they facing in this space?
0: So I've actually got a little bit of a list for this. And it's quite funny because, um, I mean, over the last, you know, five or six years, um, we've worked with hundreds of businesses um, in our agency and we have, um, we've heard a lot of the same things over and over again. I don't think I've ever met a small business that's kind of said, yeah, we've got a grip on our marketing. We know what we're doing and we've got a plan. Um, We know what works for us. We know what doesn't. I think everyone's kind of a little bit overwhelmed at the moment and technology kind of does that. There's Mm -hmm. so many different channels that you can communicate
1: with people on. It changes Um, all the time. There's constantly new trends. You know, you've got TikTok reels, YouTube shorts. There's always new things that are coming out that... um, even as a user, it's sometimes hard to keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Now this is trending, and yeah. this is the app that I need to yeah. download. It's so. just
0: crazy, and and you can get influenced a lot by that. And as an individual, you can get influenced by the the programs and the apps and the technology that you use, mm-hmm. thinking that your business should be on there as well. And that's not always the case. If you are not your target market, then there is no way that you should be on that platform. Just a little spider on your head. It's okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Look so um so what we actively need to do is allocate and this is the big one for me is a small business small business owners don't actively spend enough time dedicated to their marketing and um not only do they not spend the time but they don't know what to do when they have that time so if i said to you i need you to sit down spend two hours on marketing um, you'd say all right cool. I can find the two hours So you mm-hmm. find the two hours and then you sit down in front of your computer and then what it's also quite daunting Yeah, right? <laughs> definitely It's um, where do you start exactly so? Um, that's my number one reason that I think marketing's not quite working at the moment for small business owners is they don't Actively allocate the time and they don't know what to do with that time And I'm going to give you a bit of an example of this so there's um there's a client we work with uh, who sits in like the b2b space so they are a small business that provides uh, services to um, another business, mm-hmm. and the businesses that they work with are big business. Okay. So they're, you know, corporates, mining companies, that kind of stuff. And um, the product that they have is is quite niche, and they sell it uh, to them, and they deliver the product one time of the year. Okay. Right? I know it sounds really vague, and, and I'd love to tell you a bit about them more, but... Um, but I am gonna, it it is quite specific. So um, in October, that's when they deliver their services every year, and it takes about six months for a business to decide whether they um, are going to like use their services. So they've got a six month uh, buying cycle, which means that every year they need to be doing all their marketing work. Um, six months before they have to deliver it right and that six month period is when they get the most work done if they do any marketing work around that or sales work or really drive it it's not going to have as much impact because it's that six month lead time that Mm -hmm. they really need which means that they're really only one time of the year that they need to allocate um, all of their energy into marketing and the rest of the time nothing really has the same impact Mm -hmm. so they get a little bit lazy I guess with the marketing time that they invest um, and so it becomes this habit and it has for the last decade where they really only put effort into marketing and sales one time but then when they do they always find like they're they're under such pressure that they're they're kind of catching up mm-hmm. um, they're trying to get everything done all at once there's a big um, there's a lot of pressure the the opportunity cost of not doing it um, is massive but Having the discipline to focus on marketing every week or every month for a certain amount of time and knowing what you need to do in advance for when that marketing time really does come up, mm-hmm. that's going to make all the difference in the world for them. And it's not uncommon for businesses to only focus on marketing and sales when their sales are low. I mean, um, I mean, we get into the habit of doing that in our yeah. agency as well. Is every time we kind of look up and we go, hang on, we don't have... Um, we don't have enough business next month mm-hmm. um, for the amount of work that we wanted to do, the amount of you know hours that we've got available. That's when we actively like start focusing on marketing, which is so common for small businesses because they get into that
1: habit of of being reactive and in, in mm. and delivering the work that they already have. Like so you're in the operational day to day, you're just trying to keep your business afloat exactly. um, and make a profit and yeah. deliver it to your customers as yeah. opposed to thinking long term and having this, you know grand plan for how you're going to market yourselves yeah and so it it just falls to the end of the list
0: yeah it's just crazy it's so common and i know that
1: um there'll be so many listeners listening to
0: this that go yeah like the last time i spent time on marketing is probably right now when they're listening to this podcast so um so there's something that i uh, like a sentence that i've i've saved that i've um i've been using quite a lot not just at work but in my personal life as well and it's everyone that i meet lately i don't have time who has time anymore? They always mm-hmm. say it's just such a common sentence at the moment. I don't know if you're hearing it a lot. But um, but I read this quote that was, um, you don't need more time. You just need to use the time you have better. And I guess it's about making better decisions with where you spend your time. So um, if you get to work and you spend an hour doing your emails, that's a decision that you've made mm-hmm. to do with that time. But think of that time as a really valuable resource that you could spend on marketing instead like what's the the opportunity that you've got um what change could you make if you spent that same hour every single day on marketing and it's that um you know that compound compounding interest kind of analogy it's that kind of thing that i think we need to um i guess really drill into our behavior all the time is that time is such a valuable asset Mm -hmm. and we get drawn as small business owners into so many other problems that I feel like we need to actively and deliberately allocate our time so that we can make real change and how important that change is to us um it could mean so much it could mean your business's success you know when that failure rate's so high like if you look back and think about where you've let your time disappear to how can we use the time that we have better so that's one of my favorite quotes at the moment um and, and that's one of the reasons I think marketing's just not working. Like, imagine mm-hmm. if you sat down and you actively looked at all those campaigns and you dedicated that time to understanding what SEO was and you thought about different opportunities and, um, and you studied, you know, these different channels that are coming out. And you looked at them and you said, well, is this where my customers are? Is this where I want to be? How do we approach it? Who can I get help from? Mm-hmm. If you really had your hand in it all the time,
1: gonna make such a big difference another thing is I mean we all spend so much time on social media I think it doesn't matter who you are whether you just scroll through Facebook um, on a day or you're like me and you've got Facebook Instagram TikTok reels the whole kit and caboodle um, sometimes it's even just spending that time while you're mindlessly scrolling formulating a plan for if you are a small business owner and you're looking at this content you can even save or screenshot posts that work or don't work that you yeah. think would apply to your business yeah. and would be valuable for your marketing strategy. Yeah. And then, it, you know, you're still doing what you would be doing when you're kind of killing time on the train or, um, you know, on, on your commute. Um, but it is kind of a value added yeah. experience because you're mind mapping in a way or yeah. creating a bit of a vision board for what you want for your brand and for your business.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's really just putting that hat on and giving yourself the opportunity to focus on it um, more than I guess you have been before. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, in our business, we um, we all dedicate the same hours every week to working on marketing mm-hmm. and we call it the marketing hours of powers. And I'd like to talk about that a little bit more and make that sub part, a part of a trend um, when it comes to this framework, because who are all spending those two to three hours on a Tuesday morning working on marketing and we're calling it we're all calling it the Mm -hmm. hours of powers then I think that'll create a bit of a momentum in our community so that everyone can kind of feel like yeah there is another you know thousand businesses also working on their marketing today yeah um so putting that time in your calendar is definitely something I think people should do right now Mm -hmm. um but then once you've actually got that time allocated what do you do with it what do you do with it um, so focus is a really big problem as well that I think a lot of small business owners, um, face and it's that focus on just one thing at a time that I think is really, um, important. Uh, I don't know if you're like me, you sit down and you start thinking about marketing and sales and there's like a thousand things that you could be doing. And it's just you just don't know what to do next. Like there's so many options. Like mm-hmm. someone the other day told you that, you know, starting a podcast was a good idea or yeah. you see TikTok and you wonder whether that's a good strategy or someone's telling you that you need to look through your SEO keywords to make sure they're on track or maybe your website needs an update or you've got a project you want to talk about. Like there's so many things you can spend your time on. Yeah. And I guess focus is a really um it's a really big thing. Uh, and it, it's often something that's stopping you from actually making headway. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to teach you a little bit about where I think you should spend that time. And it's not going to be today. It's going to be in another episode. And it's going to be a little bit more about identifying where your marketing bottleneck is and creating the discipline around fixing it first before you do anything else. Okay. Um, it's it's a pretty big change. Mm-hmm. But you can actually tell, and I, I think it sounds silly, but you can tell which businesses are spread too thin like this. Mm-hmm. And it's the social media page that hasn't been touched in like six months. yeah. Or it's the website that has staff that don't work there anymore.
1: Broken um, links,
0: links that don't go to anything yeah. at all. And it's like you can almost tell which businesses have sat down one day and gone, I need this, 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 this. And they put a lot of effort into all of them kind of at the start and then they just drop off. And it's because you're giving like 5% of effort to every single marketing task or or activity out there and nothing really gets 100% and you can see it. I mean, I'd rather see um, a social media page uh, on LinkedIn that had, active posts that had a lot of followers and then nothing on instagram yeah rather than seeing both that have really outdated content on there yeah yeah um i think that that just talks to a business that actively knows where their customers are and and i appreciate businesses that put that effort in mm. um i can see that they've got the discipline for that and i probably relate to them a lot more than a business that i think is kind of chasing their tail not yeah. using it so that's definitely something that i think a lot
1: of people are struggling i guess with. it's like to do marketing well, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to be Definitely across not. all of these trendy channels no. and have the next big thing, whether it be, you know, something trendy like a TikTok. If if that's not your audience and that's not who you're looking to appeal to, then why, yeah, why, why waste I? that time and exactly. effort putting up a TikTok when yeah. most of your market is on LinkedIn or Facebook? Yeah.
0: Definitely. And I think you can, um, you can get there when you're ready, but I definitely don't think unless you've really got a grip on one marketing channel or, or a few marketing channels, unless you think, yeah, I can handle another one, Mm -hmm. then just, you know, just don't do it. Perfect the one that you've got. Definitely. It's just crazy. Um, and it's hard. Like it's not, I'm not professing to, you know, be the master of all the marketing out there. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's really just starting and building these foundations, um, across, you know, your entire customer journey before you even start experimenting with different channels. Um, And that's this system that I want to talk about next. So, um, you know, most businesses don't have a system in marketing and sales. If you're a really competent business um, or a more established business, then you probably have a system for how you deliver your products and services. So there's this book um, called The E-Myth by Mm -hmm. Michael Gerber. It's quite famous. It's been around for years, 50 years or so. Anyway, he talks about this transition from a technician to a visionary and how creating a system or systems within your business is how you actually grow and scale. Um, But marketing is that one thing that a lot of businesses just can't capture a methodology or system for because it changes so much. Like Mm -hmm. your marketing plan shouldn't really be static the same way that, you know, baking a pie is, which is the analogy from Michael Gerber's book. Um, But a system in marketing is not impossible and the reason is because most systems, um, they're, they're like a linear journey um, and, and, and in marketing, you're really working with the same thing. So when you have a business, um, what you're trying to do is you're trying to attract strangers to that business and you're trying to take them all the way through your organization from when they go to your website through to when they talk to someone on the phone. You want to deliver your products and services to them um, and then you want them to become like a really big fan. And this uh, journey that a customer takes from when they're a stranger through to when they're a fan of your business, that's a linear journey. And every single touch point they have with your business is an opportunity for them to keep going or an opportunity for them to leave. Mm -hmm. And it's the quality of your marketing that's actively moving them from one stage to the next. Mm -hmm. And that is your marketing system. And that is the very good marketing system that we have been practicing and that we've been implementing and talking about for many years. And that is what this podcast is going to talk about. It's actually going to help you create this system that you didn't realize you needed Uh, that you're going to codify um, and look at and identify where you should spend your time because Mm -hmm. you can actively see where the system's breaking down. So you might be thinking, um, well, my problem is attracting strangers. I don't have enough customers. But I cannot tell you one business I've worked with in the last six years that has had that problem. Mm. Most of them end up having an issue somewhere else um, that's actually causing... Mm customers to leave or Mm -hmm. we call it the leaky bucket. It's um it's most of the time it's the it's the case that you've got people coming to your website but your website's not converting people. It's not an active representation of who you are. Or you might have people calling but your estimating team doesn't know how to do sales. So Mm -hmm. what's happening is um customers are getting a quote and no follow-ups being done or the prices aren't competitive. Or maybe you're you're a service-based business and you're delivering your products and services. but in an inconsistent way so that you've got customers that are leaving um, or possibly you've got a whole myriad of fans that love your company, but you're not doing anything to actively engage them again or get them to repurchase. So um, I I promise you, there is not a lot of organisations that have the rest of the system sorted and nothing working for them at the front end. Mm -hmm. But if you were a business and um, you wanted to grow It is so essential that you get the rest of that system working before you even
1: spend money at the start. Otherwise, you're just going to lose the customers towards the end. That must be such a common misconception with business that, you know, people just don't know who we are or what we do and really that, like you say, that's not the case. They, They have potentially a client base that, you know, they have that brand awareness. People know who they are and what services they offer or what products they sell but it's the rest of the user experience that is letting this business down and losing them customers and potentially fans later down the track.
0: I remember, um, this is a a story that, that represents so many organizations. We, we called a company recently to ask them for a quote for new skirting boards Mm -hmm. in our office. And, um, and the lady that I spoke to, uh, was pretty short. Um, and, uh, sent me through a quote um, that I responded to via email and I didn't hear back. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple weeks later, she sent me an email asking if I wanted to proceed with the quote. And I said, yes, I did. Um, And then I didn't hear from her again. And then a couple weeks later, she called and she said, I just want to know whether you're going to proceed with the quote. And I said, I am and I would like to proceed with the quote. And then she said, great, I'll organize it for you. And to this day, I've not heard from them again. And it's such a weird thing because it happens so often where you've got this quoting or this leads process that's really not that established and um and you don't realize as a business owner there's so many things you're trying to keep your your hand in and and get a grip on and this sales process Mm -hmm. is an important
1: part of your marketing and sales system but do people even realize that is part of a marketing process though like when you interact with people um, especially within that small business space who you know they've spent the last 40 years in landscaping or gardening example how would they even know that that's part of the sales process is marketing in and of itself because I personally don't think people would even make that connection that the customer service they receive and how they are followed up um, whether it's by email by phone um, yeah and how that customer service looks that it that all adds to who your what your brand is yeah um, and who your customers think you are yeah, and as I guess a service provider. That's that's the difference as well between small business and big business.
0: In big business, you may have a whole marketing team and a whole sales team, and they mm-hmm. might be kind of a little bit separate. Um, but when you're a small business, it's all part of the same thing. Like yeah. you've got customers that are probably coming through the whole journey really quite quickly, um, and and it's that it's that um, ability to take someone from one touch point to the next. That's this marketing piece that I think so many businesses don't have codified or captured. Mm -hmm. The way that you answer your phone, there should be a way that you do that. The the system part of this conversation is, um, if you were gonna franchise your business, you wanna pick it up and put it somewhere else, how are you going to capture what it is that you do to generate business? So if you bought a franchise, they tell you exactly how to answer the phone, Mm -hmm. uh, because they've practiced it for years. So it's a challenge that a a business owner um, has to take on. Um, Actually studying how they've grown to where they are now and how to teach that to others and codify and capture it It's part of this knowledge capital of your organization that you need because one day you want to be able to step out You know you want to go on holiday. You want to be able to grow rapidly. You want to be able to franchise and all that kind of stuff um, Can't happen unless the marketing and sales system is codified.
1: Yep, that makes a lot of sense but let's talk budget and money because you know, small businesses, things are usually a lot tighter when it comes to the budget and how much they can allocate to marketing, especially. Um, So how does that play into the framework and how much should businesses be allocating to their marketing strategy or agency if they onboard one? So um, it's a good question and it is really hard. Like there's no
0: right and wrong answer. Um, When it comes to a marketing budget, My recommendation for most small business owners um, to look at their P and L and and pull out maybe three to four percent of your total revenue every month, Um, and I think. It depends where you're at on your marketing journey, what your goals are, whether you're in a growth phase or whether you're in a a stable phase. Um, What I mean by that is if you are uh, in a growth phase of your business, you may be spending more money on marketing because you know that it's gonna come back. Um, But if you can find three to 4% and be disciplined in a way where that money is Is on marketing you shouldn't use that for something else like I understand cash flow is is hard sometimes but if you can pull aside that amount every month and dedicate it to marketing um, then you're definitely going to have at least a starting point um, for making decisions about marketing now where you spend it that's a harder bit but what I want to talk about over the next six months is actually taking that money and using it to overcome the bottleneck in your marketing journey system, okay. so if um if if we're using that example with uh, the the lady that didn't quite understand uh, my 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 phone query and my urgency to want to purchase her skirting boards, um you might look at that budget, and go okay well, I've got a budget, this is the bottleneck, so you've identified that that may be where you're losing customers and picking your bottleneck is hard too and I'm going to talk about that soon as well. Um, But you've identified that's a problem and what you might do then is go, I'm going to spend this budget on bringing a consultant in who can actually help... um, train the team on how to deal with these issues you might go i'm going to spend that budget on a crm system Mm -hmm. so a relationship manager system where all the quotes come in to this system rather than just writing them down or using an excel document and i'm going to actually codify and capture every inquiry that we get so it's actually looking at that and going okay well um, maybe what we need to do is um, is automate our um, our reminders so that our team knows when to follow up with someone. And I'm going to spend that budget on finding someone to help me with that. Or maybe what we need to do is um, employ someone part time to actively deal with these um, these quotes on a yeah. you know day to day basis. Or Maybe we need a brochure created and that's going to help us convert more leads. So it's actually spending the budget on that mm-hmm. because if that company actively looked at that situation, they could be losing so much, um, so many customers and potential yeah. business because of this one little thing. And they could be sitting there going, no, we need to spend more money on SEO. Mm-hmm. So um, actively identifying where your bottleneck is and spending your entire budget on fixing it is um, is the number one thing they can do
1: yeah and for a company with that example um like you say they might think that their marketing needs investment in getting an seo strategy or an ad strategy out there so they're spending potentially hundreds and thousands of dollars on hundreds of thousands hundreds or thousands um, on an ad strategy and like you say that's not where the issue is and that's not where the company needs the investment so it would be important for them to have that understanding and that knowledge of the framework and and where things can go wrong along each step um, so that they can properly invest in their company and in making sure things run smoothly for their customers yep and that's exactly what this framework is all about so um,
0: next time we meet yep what we're going to do is we're actively going to talk about some of the myths that a lot of businesses um i guess are accustomed to mm-hmm. when it comes to marketing um there's so many little things that um, i think we need to overcome before we can actively start changing our mindset now thinking about marketing and sales um, and then what I want to do is um, help you identify exactly where your bottleneck is. Um, if we can pinpoint where it is and where we can start spending the money, then you're going to know exactly what episodes to tune into because that's where you're going to start.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, thank I you, I look Sharon. forward to it. All right. Thanks, Amy.